And here we are again, Paulie G, your host of the With Lime podcast. We're talking all things Corona, COVID nineteen, and and everything around it. Just just how we're dealing with it, particularly here in Australia. Ryan MS back with me uh, for part two of our discussion that we, um, I guess, are continuing. Ryan, uh, how are you today? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, doing all right. What are we? Day nine, day eight of of I think it's nine of the lockdown. Yeah, things um, it's starting to get a bit more, a bit more uh, rigid now too. Yeah, a lot of changes over the last twenty-four or so hours in regards to you know um, gatherings, amount of people that can be together. Um, playgrounds are now closed, um, and police in New South Wales issuing on-the-spot fines. Um, but uh, I guess the stats aren't looking too bad in Australia. But Ryan, in the US, it's a different story. Yeah, they're um, looking at. Uh, the president, uh, yes, well, yesterday to them, uh, yesterday for us, I guess today for them, um, announced that in the next two to three weeks they were looking at one hundred thousand to two hundred and forty thousand deaths. Yeah, and and this is, um, I think, um, it's Anthony Fauci, the, the uh, you know the health expert who's yes. widely regarded, you know, and he's saying that you know this is a sort of keeping it under somewhat of control. Yeah, that's there. That, that's a that's a good result for them. They reckon mm. in the next two to three weeks, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, they. I guess they didn't listen early enough. Yeah. Um, so they extended their, uh, you know, well, some states have extended their lockdown to May one. Um, I know San Francisco have just recently, so I'm assuming that some will follow as well. Uh, but yeah, they're in a in a bit of trouble. So hopefully they can. Um, yeah, get a bit lucky. Yeah, they, I mean, as much as we sort of moan about some of these measures of the lockdowns in Australia, I mean, this is the reason why, right? Because it just spirals out of control. It does. You've seen it. Seen it at the moment. Um, there are 189,000 confirmed cases on the way up. Mm. So who knows what that's going to be in yeah, the next? It's going to be close to 200,000 before too long. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we're trending down, which is a good thing. We reached our peak on March 28 at 460. And then since then, it's been 314 on the 30th and 270 on the 31st. So that's a good sign for us. We just need to, I think that's why they're starting to um, turn the screws a bit. Well, it's interesting because we've had some um, listener questions. And of course, you can uh, write in and ask um, anything really in regards to all this at listen to Paulie G um, on Twitter, P A U L I E G, um, and one of the questions is about um, how long do you think this is going to go for? Uh, well, me personally, I think uh, it's about June, July. I think will be the end of it here, um, based on what we're doing now. Uh, what do you reckon? June, July will be in the midst of our flu season, our regular flu season. So it could even extend um, longer purely because, you know, the difficulty of trying to um, work out sort of who's got um, COVID, <laughs> yeah. who's just got the flu. No, that's a good call. We could be locked that's back down. Call. We could get be coming out in a month's time, month or so time, and then we might get back to this measures by middle of June, late June. 
Yeah, no, that's actually um, probably more likely where it's, yeah, be a bit a bit lifting and then, then they'll lock it down again and or they might just, yeah, learn from everywhere else and just keep it keep it relatively locked down. It's going to be hard to keep it locked down. A question from a, from Amanda was, um, you know, talking about climate change and wondering why there's different laws getting passed. I guess some of these laws feel quite draconian and government, you know, not supposed to be sitting at the moment, but there are some laws being passed, one about mining under the Sydney Water Reservoir. Um, what do you make of some of these um laws getting passed sort of without us being able to necessarily have our say no protesting etc yeah look it's a tough one uh because the measures need to be in place but then yeah i'm not necessarily saying that uh, they should be sitting or making any big decisions at, at this time i mean the country still has to run but i think those kind of things uh, aren't really are they going to make a massive difference if it takes a couple of months to make that decision yeah, well, that's um, the thing. Why can't they just wait and make this decision when Parliament resumes normal business? Yeah. Why are they making it now under cover of darkness? It seems a little bit. It seems a little bit uh, clandestine for, well, for reasons of they don't want any, um, they want any yeah. talk or chat about it. The uh, media, yeah, which I guess, has been um, in the firing line, you know, in this day and age, especially in America. Sean asks, what's the biggest untruth sections of the media um, in regards to the virus? Um, is there any that you've, you've heard? I mean, I know we hear a lot of talk about China and I guess there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. You don't have to search um, too far down the rabbit hole in, in the internet to, to find some interesting theories. Unfortunately, you don't. No. Uh, look, <laughs> the biggest issue I have is... Um, Mostly with, I guess you'd call it Sky News's crew. Mm. Um, they're talking heads that talk rubbish. Um, the usual. They're very, <laughs> unfortunately. The usual suspects. Um, yeah, they're very, um, you know, uh, saying that it's not serious and it's not this, it's not that. I mean, it's ridiculous. There's 40, it's been 40,000 plus deaths. Yeah. If that's not Quite. serious, I don't know what is. So, I mean... I don't know what they're trying to do. Like, I'm assuming they get paid to be contrary, contrarian, but um, it feels kind of dangerous health. at this stage. Dangerous, yeah, the public health and safety. Um, and and are we going to see changes um, once this is all done? I guess that's another question. You know, what are the ideas lying around? You know, that that are going to be um, offered up post sort of uh, this lockdown period? Are we going to see more remote working? For example, I think we might. Think well, yeah, yep. I, I'm in agreement with that. Uh, more remote, remote working for sure. Um, I'm also thinking possibly a bit more self-sufficiency, and I mean that from like a personal level. Like you're gonna um, put a um, put a small veggie patch in your backyard. Yeah. To to uh, you know countrywide, where they're like, okay, well, now we're gonna produce. Uh, Masks for, for example, there's a there's a company in Victoria. Uh, they produce about a million masks a year, um, on average, but they produced two million in the past month. Um, and they've also had to get the army in to do some of the work because they've just put on thirty new staff. Yeah, and things like that. So manufacturing here, I, I think, it more might swing back to a bit more. We'll look after ourselves. Yeah. And, and even like you say, if you're out there now and you're thinking, oh, getting into the shops is a hassle, even when you 
can get their stuff sold out as opposed to just start growing your own and yep. um, be a bit more self-sufficient because we can't rely on on um, what we've been doing the past 20 years or so, yep. relying on other Old countries, system. other markets for our yep. well-being. You know, we're a big country yep. where we should be self-sufficient. Yeah, old system is dead. It could it could change quite rapidly, but the in- interesting thing will be who takes up, you know, the arms to sort of say, right, this is the way we want to go after this. I think there'll be less people um, travelling in general because I think this working from home will become more common. And and you can see already around the world the pollution lifting from all the lockdowns in, in all the sort of major countries. So, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's uh, it's they've all said, "Oh, this you know this this machine can't stop," but then the virus has made them done say, it. "Well, yeah, you can't, it can't. <laughs> can't stop," and you're going to have to rethink. Mm. So, and every country is taking a different method, and we can see the ones that are more successful. You know, we should be looking at like your Singapore's, etc., and the ones that haven't. Unfortunately, the US, Italy, Spain. Haven't really dealt with it at all. To this yeah, point. the UK is not not great either <laughs> at the, the moment. The, a little bit too um, too late. What they the measures yeah. that they've um, enacted are strong. I know um, in the UK, for example, you have to be on a list signed by the Prime Minister to be able to work. So the the confusion in Australia is well, what's an essential job? There's no confusion in the UK. It has to be signed off. And um, yep. in their workplaces, they're getting temperature checked every day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's that's you know, pretty 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 hardcore. Um, yeah. So we've got you, a long you know, way to go. To I guess reach. administration and maintenance. So absolutely, and um, it's good measures measures we should look at doing here. But but obviously they they were probably two three weeks too late. Whereas here we've we probably released it at, at the right time. And you take away the what is it the the ruby princess is it the name yes of the, yes you take away that. And it would be quite decent. And then again, I say that when this is all said and done, the questions have to be asked of the federal government, why weren't the borders closed earlier? Yeah, I, I think we're one of the, one of the and I don't mean this flippantly, but one of the easier countries to defend Absolutely. from something like this in terms of... Okay, Absolutely. Yeah, you invite everyone home and then the fact that people could still travel. Well, still have um, people coming in from Italy when it was clearly a hot spot. Yeah, like that's madness. Uh, crazy. And, and like when we were very back. strict with China, stopping the flights from China very early on, and to not take the same methods with Europe and Italy in particular was just unbelievable. Yeah, seemed quite seemed quite arbitrary uh, how it was picked out. Yeah, this is where it originated, but it's not. It just it wasn't it wasn't there anymore. It was it was everywhere, everywhere else, that's and right. we've seen that now. Um, but speaking of governments and what they've been doing. Mm. How's your take on um, on the Department of Human Services? Uh, you know the measures being taken by by our government. Well, again, very slow, right? To move to they've finally said let's do stuff through the ATO. I mean, the, the tax office has everyone's bank details, so it's very simple. They should just be putting money into people's bank accounts. It shouldn't be oh, you've got this, you don't have that, you have to sign this, you don't. Um, just give everyone some money, a stipend, and at the end of the year, the tax man will figure it out. If you still had your job and you got paid extra on top, the tax man will sort you out. Um, yep. If you didn't, 
then you won't get taxed on that money. And, you know, it will be yeah. worth it. But at this point in the game, everyone could do with a you know, stipend, wartime-style stipend. And that's what we should be doing. And those cues in Centrelink, how dangerous was that? Oh, that was just... It was just insane. Insane. And they needed to enact that from day one. So stay home. Everyone's going to get the same amount of money. And we're going to get through this together. And at the end of the year, we'll sort it out through our our tax returns. And if, yeah, if you ended up, you kept your job all the way through, well, you'll probably pay that money back through the tax man. But if you didn't, then you you just hold on to it. It's yours. It's pretty simple. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like... Yeah, they... They said they weren't expecting the level of people lining up and all that or calling in or whatever else. And they're like, how can you not expect that when you know that this is going to affect so many people? You banned so many businesses. This is what the economy is all about. And these are people who pretend to say, we know how, you know, we know the economy better than anyone else. Vote us in because we are the business people. And they can't even get something as simple as that right. Yeah, it's joke. It seemed a bit weird at at best. All right, Ryan. Where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, At Haddonfield Horror or Haddonfield H-O-R. If you uh, want to know what's going on in the world of of horror films, uh, got the latest post up. It's about a, um, a movie about a bloke who wants to reenact the movie Carrie but with cats. So it might actually be, might actually be uh, the only film this year that has cats in it that might be any good. <laughs> so it's called Allergic to Cat. She's Allergic to Cats. So. Oh, excellent. And this time of, 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 of world events, you know, watching a movie, escape movie, is the way to go, I'd say. So yep. click on Haddonfield Horror on Facebook and um, on the web. Dot com and also follow Ryan on Twitter. We might have you back in a week or so, Ryan. It's been really interesting. Um, we were talking a bit about the US earlier. Um, hoping to have um, Cross Live into Colorado for tomorrow's show um, and having a chat to someone in lockdown over there and just see what the similarities and differences are between the USA and Australia. Um, I'm your host, Paulie G. I will be back tomorrow with another episode of With Lime. Uh, make sure you get your questions to us at listen to Paulie G, P-A-U-L-I-E-G, on Twitter, and we'll talk to you then. Stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm.